Before starting this episode, we'd like to say that we're by no means experts on the topics of personal statement and UCAP preparation. So remember to do your own research for your own application. We're just here to give you some advice we found useful and would have appreciated when starting our applications to medical school. So without further ado, welcome to the second episode of the Making It in Medicine podcast, where we're talking about personal statements and UCAP preparation. Right, welcome to episode two of the Making It in Medicine podcast. Um, thank you for joining us for another week of hopefully great content. Um, so like you heard in the intro, today we're talking about personal statements and UCAT preparation. There's been a lot of deliberation as to whether or not we want a part one and part two, but obviously you guys will see the final cut. Anyway, so I'd just like to start by thanking you guys for 100 followers on our Instagram page. Thank you so much for sharing, liking, um, and just overall your great support of the page. Uh, honestly, at least target achieved for, for week number one. Um, but we hope you guys continue to enjoy our content, share, uh, and just tell your friends about it because, you know, who doesn't want some free information? <laughs> anyway, let's get right into it. Right. Personal statements. This will probably be the first piece of writing that's the, ex- the not the examiners, what they're called, the administration team of the university or UCAS will read about you before they even see you, before they know who they are, who you are. This piece of writing is going to summarize who you are as a person. Right. So you got to make it catchy straight from the get go. And the intro has to be eye-catching and original because that is the part that will hook the reader on immediately i couldn't agree anymore with you vidi um yeah genuinely it has to be eye-catching um because if you pick up a a boring newspaper you don't you don't really want to read it you want to read something that's interesting so um can't really emphasize that one enough so um Moving on from your your eye-catching intro, you know, that you want to dazzle your uh, admissions tutors with, um, you want to start off by explaining, you know, why you want to do medicine. And so this is one of the things that a lot of people struggle with. um, But the, the, the best advice I can personally give is make it, it has to come from within. It has to be something intrinsic within you. And it would probably be best if you had experienced something that led you to want to definitely study medicine Mm, um i mean personally for me apparently from a young age i said i'd wanted to be a doctor not to my recollection but i'd gone through you know school changing from i want to be a pilot i want to be a soldier i want to be this i want to be that um ultimately somehow i managed to come around full circle and wanted to do medicine and but i only realized that after my um one week work experience, waking up at 5 a.m., um, going to theatres with surgeons every day. And after, I think it was the moment after I held a benign tumour in my own hands that a surgeon had just removed from a patient was the moment I said, yeah, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Lovely. <laughs> that is juicy, mate. <laughs> yeah, because honestly, genuinely, like I said in the last podcast, one of the coolest moments in my entire life. Honestly, it's going to be very hard to beat that. But 
hopefully we can we can top that at one point yeah as in mine was pretty similar as well from what i remember as a kid like i wanted to do medicine but you know as a kid you're not really sure of what you want to do uh, and then yeah. it kind of changed as i grew up like at one point i wanted to be an automotive engineer because of my interest in cars and then after watching suits i was banging that show out i wanted to be <laughs> oh, a, that show is so good. i wanted to be the next harvey show. specter the next harvey specter but you know what <laughs> then i realized that the american uh system is way different to the uk system and my mom's a solicitor as well and i don't really find the stuff she does quite interesting so yeah i had to change minds and then it was really for me like my interest in science and biology especially that look like made me look into doing medicine and then after that it was really work experience it was like i was just after work experience i was just like whoa i can see myself doing this so i was like yeah i need to do this and then that's when my interest started to grow and then i started to do a bit more reading and then once i started to talk to a few more people about medicine that's when like my interest grew and i knew that i wanted to do this for the rest of my life i guess which is quite important i would say if you like medicine is a, a very long course and if you do do it like there are some other like job opportunities you could do with the degree but generally people who do medicine want to become doctors so yeah. just keep that in mind when thinking about applying what about you Vidi? um well it's nothing out of the ordinary i did have an interest <laughs> okay. when i was young but um i was also as a, as a child as well i was also in hospital quite a lot so I did sort of first-hand witness how the sort of how doctors and nurse work together and how they sort of problem solve together and figure out a diagnosis or and or a treatment plan towards a patient. In that case, that was me. So obviously, from that sort of early exposure, I was always always intrigued in that medical field sort of aspect. But I didn't sort of tunnel vision into medicine. I did give myself an opportunity to sort of branch out and find out exactly what else the world has to offer. So I did look at, um, you know, being a pilot, you know, I don't know, stuff I can't from the top of my head, like an accountant, so on. But it's afterwards when you sort of like shutting down and saying, that's not it for me. That's not it for me. Medicine was the only yeah. thing that stuck. And like I said, um, so with your inspiration, you've got to make sure it's sort of personal to you and don't always say the cliche stuff. So like since I was a young kid or my, my parents are doctors, so I want to be a doctor too, because you've got to realize that medicine, especially the application process, around 20,000 students around the UK, just UK students alone apply for medicine. So you've got to stand out. Do not be you know, the same with all the other sheep. You've got to stand out, you've got to make sure it's bold and you've got to really entice the reader. So it's so important to make sure it, you understand exactly. why you want to do medicine. It's got to be something from within, yeah. like Miles said. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, just if you do, like when you do do your bold, why you want to do medicine part, just make sure it's true to yourself and it's, and it's yours. Don't make up a story because if you are in an interview and they decide to bring it up, you won't be able to talk about it. So just make sure that <laughs> the reason you want to do medicine Absolutely. is yours and not someone else's that you copied off like from their personal statement. So just keep that in mind. I don't know if um 
I'm at liberty to say, but I've heard some horror stories of people putting some stuff in their personal statement and then being absolutely grilled on it in their interview. And that's... apparently that is one of the worst feelings oh, on record. Dear. That must be <laughs> terrifying. Honestly, honestly, because an interview in itself is already terrifying as it is. Now, add on, you have to improvise <laughs> for survival. And that's just you, yeah, entirely I'm not, I'm your fault. You could have completely averted that situation from happening if you were just true to yourself. Where do you actually must feel like a mug sitting in that chair? Incredible. Um, so moving on to the next section, which is work experience. So the one important tip that I'd give you is, again, like we said in the last podcast, don't simply list your work experience. They, they couldn't care how many courses you went on. None of that matters if you didn't learn anything. So the one thing you need to do is look at your work experiences and see when and where did you see examples of qualities of a doctor that were shown that you might need to study medicine, skills um, that you know would be relevant studying medicine, and other different lessons that you've actually learnt from being present. Because it's all well and good to read books and say, oh, doctors need this and doctors need that. But it's a whole other game to be there in person and experience it firsthand. Exactly, 100%. Mm. So like, that's what I find, like, that's exactly what I did when writing my personal statement. I talked about different experiences and things I did in, at the hospital and literally talked about what I learned from each of those situations which is key as Miles mentioned I I would also say just include something that really stuck with you from that work experience so for me I I, I wrote down um, something about the TAVI so that's the transcatheteral I can't remember from the um, top of my head but it's essentially when you replace the aortic valve through a catheter that they insert in the groin area through um, one of the veins. So it's, it's it's something that you can talk about that you actually like enjoyed knowing or you will never forget about. So like for Miles probably would have been the fact that he held tumour in his hand, which is still yeah, incredibly Yeah, you gross. best believe. <laughs> you wouldn't believe how dense those things are because it's actually, it's like, I don't know what, take a baseball, right? And make it weigh the same as your backpack. That's how heavy it is. Wow. That's how dense Whoa. this material is. It is. It, it feels so weird and you're not used to it at all because you think it's flesh, but no, it's like a we talk- solid object. Are we talking like a full backpack, like full of textbooks and stuff? Yeah, we're talking like, you, you remember at A-levels, yeah? <laughs> when we nah. had to carry around like <laughs> chemistry and biology, like that kind of heavy. Yo. I'm not joking. Just imagine carrying that around inside you though. That must be wild honestly genuinely so the next section is skill set and i think this is a very important section for you guys to show yourselves off to the university or whoever's reading your personal statement so what i like to do uh, well what i did was talk about different things i did inside and outside of school and allocated a specific skill to it and how i was able to develop that skill so whether it is if you're a prefect um, or if you were a house captain or any, any sort of role, just talk about how it helped you improve a specific skill. And so like key skills to talk about would be leadership skills, time management skills, decision making skills, communication skills, 
which are all skills that a doctor would need. Um, it is also very important, like Vidi did mention this earlier, don't list your, your skills out. It's not a CV. Personal statement is pretty different. You have to explain and talk about these skills. And also make sure it has a good flow. You want the reader to enjoy reading it. Mm, yeah. So yeah, does anyone has, have anything to add? Mm, not really, no. Okay, conclusion. Well, what I did was I talked about, I just highlighted the main points of my personal statement and just mentioned a, f- a reason why I would be an ideal candidate to study medicine at university. And yeah, that's about it. And then just to summarize the whole personal statement, introduction needs to be eye-catching and original, as Vidya mentioned. And then you need to talk about why you want to study medicine and make sure that it's true and it does stand out because that is the whole point of a personal statement. They're going to be reading tons and tons of those. You want yours to be a standout one. And then yeah. work experience, make sure you write, make sure you write down what you learned uh, from the experiences. Uh, because that's more important than work experience itself and then your skill set show yourself off and lastly conclusion that is the structure that we followed it isn't fixed and it isn't we're not saying this to put that the right way to do it which just an idea of yeah. what we think would be a good idea we just wanted to mention that okay can i also just include make sure you tell other people ask other people to read your personal statement because always having a second opinion oh, yeah, or a second eye can pinpoint or pinpoint some you know discrepancies or where you could improve so like use your teachers i know that for us i'm telling you people actually lined up or set appointments just for our teachers head of year head of sixth form shout out mr robertson miss um miss jennings and mr hassan they literally went through your personal statement and told you exactly where you could improve I know Mr. Hassan literally went through my personal statement at least like four times. But you can also include like... Honestly. Yeah. Ask your like parents or your elder siblings who've gone through this process of like, you know, writing a personal statement. They will give you good experience and insight to help you write a good yeah, personal so much, experience. Yeah. A personal statement, yeah, sorry. I have to shout out my older cousin. She is a doctor and she did help me. But even if you don't have family who are doing medicine or are doctors just your school will be more than happy to help you out and even your biology teacher my biology teacher read through mine and gave me so much important feedback that i took back and was able to add into my personal statement Mm. also a quick question guys did we talk about books or was that in the last one no no we didn't so one more thing i'd like to add is books i remember when i was in year 12 my well our teachers were really pushing us to read some sort of books that would help improve our knowledge and it did and it was very important but if you guys do mention a book in your personal statement make sure you know it in an inside out because there might be someone on the panel or you're someone in at the interview who has, who has read the book before and they would probably want to ask some interesting questions about it so just make sure you know it like really well so they can't catch you out so that is the quick roundup of 
a general structure um, of a personal statement um, similar to the one that we used. Um, obviously, everyone's personal statement is going to be different and don't ever try and copy and paste someone else's personal statement because first of all, there's plagiarism issues and second of all, we told you already, you want to stand out. You don't want to be similar to anyone else. Um, and so we hope you enjoyed that and appreciated it. Um, so... If you have any questions, again, remember, we have our Instagram and Twitter um, available to you, which we are always active on. You can always DM us or participate in the polls. Um, and don't forget to share this podcast to your friends and anyone else who might find it useful. All right. So thank you very much. And we'll see you in the next episode.